cash call, everybody. Brian Curtis, Dale Archdeacon, back again for another week. You all invited us back again. Uh, you know, we just won't go away, right? Like a bad case of, I don't know, I'm not going to make that joke. But yeah, yeah let's again. let that go. <laughs> we'll leave that one alone. So we're back to play some calls so that we can work on elevating your skills and everybody else's skills who is listening to us today. We got a bunch of people on listening live, man. So, uh, Ooh, Brian, you you are more prepared for this one than I am, as we as we disclosed in the green room. So, why don't we start with your call? All right, so we can do that. And uh, I'm going to preface this a little bit because it was a little bit hard for me to to distinguish initially what was happening, and I'm not sure which one of my screens I shared. So I'm going to, as I talk, I'm going to make sure that I shared the right screen. But um, I will say this, this is a for sale by owner call. And what I mean by that, we're not calling a for sale by owner, but the person who's calling in is calling about a for sale by owner. Okay. So I just want to be very okay. clear about that. And uh, it's a dreaded scenario. It, it is, but you know what? There's a huge opportunity and Dale, uh, you're going to go missed opportunity, missed opportunity, missed opportunities. We go through this and you know, the truth of the matter is we haven't had to deal with a lot of this in the last couple of years. So we need to practice it. And I think this is a good call for that reason. So I intro, I went through the intro. So you want to hear the person's name as she introed herself. And uh, here we go. Yes, ma'am. Teresa. I'm sorry. My name is Teresa. Teresa. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. What can I help you with today? Um, so the first thing I would like to say is Let's just work on some intro scripts. Dude, okay? I couldn't tell who was the agent and who was the lead. I'm like, so, I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. That was the look on Dale's face, apparently. So, <laughs> you know, but what I want to say, and I, I've said this so many times, and those of you who watch Cash Call regularly are probably sick of hearing me say it. Say the same thing every time you answer the phone yeah. per lead source. Hey, this is Brian with Curtis Realty Group. Hey, Zillow connected us. Uh, they said you were interested in a property. Which property are you guys looking at today? You know, they tell you, great, would you like to make an appointment or can I answer some questions for you? Or, yeah. hey, when would you like to go see the house? Any of those versions of that script are fine, but say yep. the same one over and over and over to your, so you're, to you're sick of hearing yourself say it. That's yeah. how long you should be saying it. Yeah, so uh, I want to add to that. Basically, we condense that down and I just say, uh, you know, you're going to answer the phone with who you are, what happened or what action the person took and what you want to know. Like those are the three steps, period. That's Perfect. it. And then furthermore, I just want to say this. We don't talk about it very often, Brian, but it is something that I hear. When you receive an inbound call, obviously when it's a Zillow call, people have usually have their stuff together in the way that they answer it, like they answer professionally. But I hear a lot of agents, a lot of salespeople just say, hello, hi, or whatever, right? Uh, dude. <laughs> some professionalism. Hi, this is Dale with KW. Hi, this is Dale with EXP. Hi, this is Dale with Remax, whatever, right? This is Dale with the amazing real estate team. Some kind of level of professionalism. You know, have you ever called a business like you, you go on a Google Maps and you look up a business and they just answer the phone like, hi. And you're like, uh, is this Sam's house of plumbing? And they're like, yeah. Right. You, you want to let, let me know I'm in the right place. So, you know, it's funny as you say that because full disclosure, let me, you know, let me call myself out. Not a perfect human, not even trying to be. So I answer the phone. I almost always answer the phone. Hey, this is Brian. And to Dale's point, though, and the reason I do that is I've got about four different businesses that all run on the same phone number. I don't know what the heck you're calling about. Yeah. So I don't want to I mean, confuse people. I, I say, hi, this is Dale. I don't say the real estate side or the training side. Right. So same thing. But if your primary if your primary income is selling houses, 
say that you sell houses. Say the company, because I can tell you this, I bet you one out of eight or nine times I get, is this HomeQuest Realty? Is this Curtis Realty Group? Those are both my companies. And, you know, all I'm doing is creating friction before before the first real conversation has happened, they're like irritated, frustrated, confused. None of these things is what we want our buyers and sellers to be. Right. So, you know, just keep that in mind. I love that you make that point. Again, if you have, if you work for Remax, hey, this is so-and-so with Remax, how can I help? Yeah. Oh, yeah. great, I'm at the right place because I've talked to 17 right. other people I didn't want to talk to and I finally got a human right. being as a real estate agent. Right, yeah, Brian, I mean, look at it this way. Any of you listening right now, when you call well-established companies in your who have like a receptionist they have a standard greeting to say what the company (laughs) is and that you're there right and that's when you know that you have a legit company just because we are agents and in some cases solo or solopreneurs doesn't mean that you don't need to answer the phone in a professional way awesome all right let's listen to a little bit more of this well i was connected to you to get information on i'm assuming it is about 105 North Gunter? Yes. Okay. That sounds really familiar, and I feel like I have talked to somebody about this property before. Okay, so here's the next mistake that I think we made. I hear two things that I don't like. First of all, we fully disclose. Now, it's a for sale by owner, so it's not as big a deal, but we fully disclose that we're not the listing agent here. And second of all, I hear uncertainty. I feel like maybe sometimes something... I'm like, my first thought is, am I talking to somebody who has any freaking idea what they're talking about? So if you're uncertain, fake it. Just fake it better. I don't know how to say that. Just fake it better, right? So I think it's important that you don't sound uncertain because I'm like, I don't want to talk to this person. I know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. So anyway. Owner, hold on one moment. Okay. Let's see. The dreaded silence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's where I discovered I that it's they're doing it at the for sale by owner. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I'll be honest, it was a very strange phone call. Um, let's see. Yep, that is definitely the one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I um. Oh, let me see if I can find any notes. They didn't give me a whole lot of information, but he told me, he's like, no, it's not 90. It's like uh, 110 or 120. I couldn't remember. I was connecting him with somebody else, too. And then he proceeded to tell me that his sister would also sell her house across the street. And, it, I mean, it just became very strange. Um, so, let's see. Uh-huh. All right. Here it is. Um Sorry, we got to play through a lot of this. Kind of, this yeah, honestly, um, uh, you know what, Brian? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to put myself into the agents. Uh, I'm trying to put myself in the agent's shoes. I'm trying to think, what would I do here? What scenario is she in? So she already has knowledge of this for sale by owner that we've already received inquiries about. How is it that we're receiving the inquiry about this this for sale by owners? Is it because it's through Zillow? Make- yeah, so this is a, this is a Zillow. The 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 owner listed their house on Zillow, and of course, when they call, they still connect that to an agent. Got it. Okay. So this agent has already had this conversation. She's spoken with the for sale by owner. Yes, she called them. She called them presumably after someone else inquired about it, or is she working for sale by owners? Uh, no, in this case, and, and I think she has worked for sale by owners in the past, but this case, it was just somebody else made an inquiry. So she called the for sale by owner and, you know, asked some questions. 
Okay. So uh, I'm assuming you'd probably be on the same page with this, especially if this agent has already had experience with it and has worked FISBOs. Just set the appointment and then call the FISBO and say, hey, can I show your house? Right? There's that. Here's the other thing that, that came up for me is clearly this woman has some questions about the property. So yeah. what ends up happening here, and we don't have to listen to this whole thing, what ends up happening here is that the agent ends up giving the buy, the potential buyer the FISBO's phone number. So, which isn't horrible, although I don't love it. Instead, I what I would like- just not doing that? Not, uh, not the A plan. Now, there is an exception. We don't know the, I don't know the answer to this. If this FISBO is like, look, I'm not working with an agent. I hate agents, leave me alone. It's a $110,000 transaction. In that case, I might pass it over. But let's assume it's a good, legitimate transaction and that the seller is potentially willing to work with you. Two things. First of all, I don't like giving the name because what I want to do is find a way to bring this person value so when they don't buy this house, they become my clients. And I feel like that's what we're missing here. So while I'm fiddling around looking through my notes, what am I going to do? The same thing I would be doing is if I was fiddling around trying to figure out about the property. Hey, Dale, why, I've got some notes here. Let me pull those up and so I'll be able to share some more information with you. While I'm doing that, just tell me a little bit about where you guys are at. You know, are, are you looking to buy soon? You know, some sort of discovery question that's going to get something besides a yes and a no. So this person can start talking. I can look up this information and basically I can kind of pseudo multitask. That's where I'd like to see it go. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Let's see what okay. happened here. So I'm going to just fast forward it here and we'll see what happens. And now my computer hates me, so it's going to not play. So give me a second here. My computer. Hi there. Okay. I think we'll okay. be okay. Uh, we just happened to come across this one and she inquired about it. So sure. Sure. We'll, we'll take a look and see what, what you know what we also found out i forgot to share is that this person's looking for her mother so that's why when she said that that's what that was so i'm going to replay from that point except i'm not because my computer hates me <laughs> Hi, do you give you property um, no i don't not just because it's not like super imperative that we find something right now. Mm -hmm. We're just kind of mm -hmm. looking. It's not a huge rush okay. or anything like that. So okay. I think okay. we'll be okay. Uh, we just happened to come across this one and she inquired about it. So sure, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll take a look and see what, what, you know, information I can get from the, the homeowner for it. Yeah. And I, I believe I've looked in our, um, let's see. Yeah. When it was actually, Brian, uh, with us. it was still I think so at this point I would try to get off onto what she's looking for for her mom and you know what her needs are and how this particular how she thought maybe this home might suit those needs right get discovery. On discovery. <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, maybe we should give it a word oh discovery yeah just get get off onto discovery because it's a you know this person's willing to talk to you they're not in a hurry you can easily get them to forget about this for sale by owner 
Well, and he, so here's another tack to get it there. Hey, Dale, by the way, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give me the list of questions that you have. I'm not going to give you the phone number for the sale by owner. Give me the list of questions that you have about this property. I will go and talk to the seller, do an inquiry, make get all those questions answered. And then after I do that, if you'd like to take a look at the house, we can set up a time to take a look at the house. Yep. Or you could just skip that step and say, hey, why don't we plan on looking at the house tonight at six o'clock? And in the meantime, I will call the seller and get these questions. It means some kind of something to move us forward. Because here's the reality. This is probably a fixer-upper. It's a $90,000 property. I don't know about you, but I'm not sticking my mom in a $90,000 property. So, you know, and trust me, this is not... Depends on whether you like your mom, I guess. I, I like my mom. So she, no, I'm not... No the, initial, no, the initial thought I had was depending on market, right? You know, we can't say... In some markets, but, you wouldn't put your mom in a, in a half a million dollar property, right? You're like, oh, fair that's, enough. A that's a dangerous neighborhood, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, but I think it's super important that, you know, this is something that Dale's brought up over and over and over again. The house does not matter. And when we get focused on the house, what happens is we get away. We go from being a professional salesperson slash consultant to customer service rep. Customer service rep pays about $20 an hour. Professional salesperson consultant can pay six figures plus. Which do you want to do? And again, there's nothing wrong with being a, a, you know, a CSR. That's a great job and we need more of those in the world. But why would you want that when you can have a job where you can make six figures plus? So that's yeah. just my thought as, as we move towards this. So. Absolutely. Do we have any backstory on what uh, ended up happening or, you know, the results? I don't. I haven't spoken with this agent about that. This was a call that came in yesterday and uh, I just hadn't had an opportunity to speak with her and uh, it will be interesting for sure. Maybe, yes. maybe, maybe we'll recap next week. So <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Um, I love playing those be like, so, um, what are you hearing here? <laughs> Yes, uh, because, you know, in all fairness, a lot of salespeople, when you actually get them to listen to their own recording, they're like, oh, no. Uh, oh, that was a that went sideways. Oh, why did I do that? Right. And you're like as a trainer coach, you don't even have to say a whole lot in a lot of cases if they just listen to it themselves. Yes. I'm like, yeah, that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And then you can just practice right there on the spot with them about what you would do next time. Uh, all right, so let me share mine over here. And uh, full disclosure, everybody listening, uh, although I looked like the pinnacle of preparedness, I haven't actually listened to this call yet. <laughs> My entire staff is laughing in the background when I say I'm the pinnacle of preparedness. So let's see what happens. Whoever we could be working with at the time to try and uh, yeah. find them. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, what we could do is, you know, you've already can. You know, we'll find the right kind of properties for you. Maybe check out a couple of different neighborhoods. And I'd be happy to spend time showing Hold you on. some properties. I think I missed something. I want to, I think there's a key thing this guy said. You look, you sound like you know that already. So you yeah, some of them yeah. don't, but owners say as long. So, you know, you look, you sound like you know that already. So you yeah. the trip planned in October? Um, so we planned on, we were actually just there uh, this past weekend. And we wanted to make plans to um, head back and just line some additional just properties up, do some extra viewings and uh, potentially meet with you or whoever we could be working with at the time to try and uh, sure. find them. No, that sounds great. I mean, what we could do is, you know, you've already, can, you know, we'll find the right kind of properties for you. Maybe check out a couple of different neighborhoods and I'd be happy to spend time showing you some properties. Yeah, sure thing. Okay, so when you were here, are you working with another realtor or no? 
Um, so the long and the short of it is we um, we got a little bit of a bug and did it last minute, but wanted to kind of just open the door to the process. Um, so we just submitted a couple of inquiries on Zillow. Um, and so I want to tell everybody listening, like this is such a common scenario. This happens so often. Like I've even done it myself in the past. Like when I wanted to buy my first investment property, I, I called my agent that had sold me my house. She didn't answer. So I called the next person I knew was a real estate agent, right? <laughs> um, and that's back before Zillow was even much of a thing. Um, but now, like that's just a really such a common story and it happens so much. We're going to have to be able to deal with this more often. Right, Brian? Amen. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. This guy basically just said, oh, yeah, I called a couple of people. There's no mm -hmm. commitment there. At least I didn't hear one. So we have an opportunity to create a committed to commit a committed relationship. So right. let's, let's, let's do monogamy. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> this old term called going steady. What if we go steady? Right. This one gentleman with uh, Compass reached out to us. Oh, okay. um, we did see one property in um, North Miami Beach. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much the extent of it. The 15, 20, maybe 30 minute max okay. conversation. Very good. Well, you know, I'd be happy to work with you. And I think you know, the value that you have for one is just um, setting up appointments for you and maximizing the use of your time when you're here, right? Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. helping you through the process. Yep. Okay, very good. So, you know, I might honestly stick a question in there. So I think you can you can either choose to move on beyond that uh, and just continue going on to discovery and, and locking it up. Or me personally, my choice would probably be I might ask, so are you planning on working with that agent exclusively or are you open to potentially working with other agents? Right. I think I would just call it out. So that because I don't know a lot about this person, this is the first, I know that this is the first conversation that this agent has had and it's just over the phone and they haven't met. Um, and so we are three minutes and 45 seconds into this call. The guy is articulate, willing to share, giving the whole story. And so I would feel comfortable at this point. I'd feel like I had enough rapport that I could ask something like that an either or question because for me, um, if he's harboring this idea of, oh, I'm just booking an uh, appointment with you, but really I'll probably end up working with that guy because I really liked him, I want to get that out on the table, right? Or if I get the clear green light that they would be open to talking to somebody else, then that's fantastic too, and it, and it kind of alleviates it for me. Because if they say they're open, great. Now we just roll right on into discovery, and I don't need to have any conversation around that other agent again. So I'd be slightly different. So I would not ask, do you plan on working with that guy? I want to be, I'm going to be a little bit more assumptive that they're going to work with me. So it would look something like this. So Dale, I appreciate that you've worked with Bob in the past. It sounds like you're not committed to him. And I'm just going to tell them, I'm going to tell him it sounds like you're not committed to him. And I'm doing that on purpose, by the way. And, and he'll probably go, no, I'm not. So absolutely perfect and then i want to probably go into some of the benefits of working with us and say look and I, this is my script for getting someone to work with me here's the thing dal obviously you're coming in from out of town and you know I, I want to commit a pretty significant amount of my time for you so when you're here basically you're going to probably be my sole priority you're, you're the only person i'm going to work with over that weekend I'm very happy and excited to do that. With that in mind, the only thing I'm going to ask is a little reciprocity, which means that we decide to work together, that we're going to work together, and that I'll be your agent. Does that seem like a reasonable thing to you? Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. Da, 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 da. So I want to pin them down, especially, very seriously, especially someone coming in from out of town, because seriously, you're going to probably spend, you know, eight, 10, 
12 hours with these people in a couple of days. I don't want to do that much time. I'm willing to show a house for free. I'm not willing to waste my weekend for free. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that that's a perfectly good thing to do, right? You you just want to like, we're making a business decision here and it's not always a bad thing to, to talk about that, especially if you've built yeah. some rapport with somebody in a conversation, you can just be a professional about it. Brian, I think that one of the things that I know, I know what one of the things that a lot of agents do is they fall into this trap where they're afraid to have a professional conversation with somebody and they yeah. want to just go on the assumption that this person likes them and they're going to work together. And then sometimes they get burned, right? They find out the hard way that that's not really the case. Well, and, and let's talk about this market versus a year ago, because we do that a lot. And we've done that a lot this year is a year ago it was no big deal if I went and showed a guy a couple of houses because there was 10 other people lined up outside the door. What right. I want to do is make sure now that I'm being efficient and effective with my schedule. And what I mean by that is you're not going to have 25 people asking you to look at houses this week. So I want to make sure that the time I'm spending is valuable. And, and, you know, by the way, I like this market better. A lot of people don't, but I like this market better. I like the slow, steady, consistent, instead of, you know, my hair's on fire 24 hours a day. So what I want to do is just build relationships with people who are committed to me, I'm committed to them, and just keep stacking those people up. That's the way I like to do business. It feels professional, feels organized, and it feels scalable. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so I have a note here from the trainer that submitted this call, uh, and I want to see if we can find this. It might be something funny. This might be a bust, but everybody stick with us because we're yep. almost out of time. So let me just see if we can find how this how this resolves. Let's see. Yeah, his name is Jose Trujillo. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the other agent's name? Yeah. Trujillo. Do you know the first name? Jose. Jose. So I don't personally know Jose, but you know, if he's with Compass, I'm sure he's good. I mean, there is like a vetting to get into Compass. So, mm -hmm. you know, really up to you guys. Yeah, no, it's no problem. And I mean, listen, for the time being, we could definitely move forward. Uh, he's okay. not back out to us yet. So I know he was talking about something similar of putting together a portfolio, but mm -hmm. um, I mean, honestly, we're, just, we're looking for someone with, with really good knowledge about the area and someone who's willing to, you know, work with us from a distance, right? Obviously being in North Carolina, Jose Trujillo from from Compass, somewhere around Miami. You better reach out to whoever this is if you recognize their voice, because he just said he didn't reach out to us again, and we can go ahead and work with you instead, agent. So uh, normally we don't drop names or we don't identify people, but we just heard everybody, this agent losing their lead to another agent because they weren't there or hadn't followed up in time right and that so on one hand hey this uh person who's with our company won yay but on the other hand you lost right so uh, we're trying to coach everybody here right brian we are and, and let's let's think about this there's something about being in the moment shouldn't matter by the way shouldn't you shouldn't pick your agent because they're the person who happens to be in front of you you shouldn't, shouldn't. pick anybody because they're the person who happens to be no. in front of you that being said, you know what a lot of people do? They pick the person that's in front of them. Right. And, right. you know, here's, here's what the other agent didn't do. First of all, he didn't do exactly what he said he was going to do. Right. And if he was still planning on doing it, so if, if, if his response, well, Brian, I was going to do it tomorrow. Well, great, tomorrow's too late. Yeah. So I will say this again. We are in a market where, where buyers, because this is what we're talking about, have a lot more ability to pick an agent based on professionalism, organization, skill, because 
they don't have to worry about, oh my God, if I don't see the next in the house in the next 30 seconds, it's going to be gone. Yeah. So now yeah. it's process. And, and again, I go back to what I said. This guy's willing to work with whoever will do do what they say they're going to do and get him to commit. Like, yeah. it was super... Like, this agent did not close to commit with this guy. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk bad about this our agent here for a second. Why was she talking so good about Compass? Uh, like, she, I think she is with Compass, maybe. No, maybe. Jose was with Compass. So I know, but I think said. this agent is also with Compass. Oh. Okay, so that's fine, but I don't need to talk the company up. Here's why. I'm sure this guy is a great agent. Well, I don't want people to... Well, you're right. I like Jose. You're, I'm going to go work with him. What right. are you doing? Right. I mean, we don't want to talk bad about somebody, but we don't want to pitch him either, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know what, Brian, I'm also taking from this is that Jose... Well, first of all, congrats to Jose that the damn lead could remember his name. Because most sensitive. of the time they don't remember the name. But it also, one, like you said, he didn't do what he said he was going to do. But I feel like he didn't also, he didn't do a good button up with this person, obviously. And he didn't build enough value with this yes. lead in order to work with him. Um, because this lead's pretty kind of ambivalent. Like, whatever, dude. Like, dude hasn't gotten back to me. He said he was going to do it. He hasn't. You're here now. Let's do it, right? That's so all that was there. That's all that Jose had. So I know we're over, but I want to I want to answer Melissa's question. Who put? Thank you, Melissa, for putting your question in there. But before we do that, Dale, so Jose, God bless him. We're ragging on this guy. He's not even. We don't even know who he is. No, but, you know uh, what we're doing. We are giving Jose free ass coaching right now. So if you know Jose coaching. from Compass, <laughs> give him this recording because we're coaching him right now for free. Okay, so let's pretend that I'm I'm this guy Bob or whatever this guy's name was. You just finished showing me the house. I decided I don't want to buy this house. What are you going to do to make sure that Bob doesn't end on the end up on the phone with this other agent? Right, exactly. Which is the thing that we're constantly harping on our clients and on our agents about, right? And we just heard the recording where it happens. So, so if you don't mind, just script it real quick to me. So, Dale, I didn't, sure. I'm not going to write an offer on this house. You know, I really appreciate Got you it. showing me this today. Really, yep. thank, thanks so much for your time. Absolutely, Brian. Listen, I really enjoyed working with you guys. Your wife is lovely. I'd really love to help you guys get into your next home. Uh, would you like to work with me based on how this has gone so far? I don't see why not. Excellent. That sounds fantastic. Well, listen, Brian, there's a million and one agents out there. Me too, agents. Anybody's going to you know, want to open doors for you or send you properties, but do this. Uh, you know, if you see something on the internet you want to go look at, just shoot it over to me, submit it to me. Try not to enter your information on other people's websites because they're just going to hound you. Um, and, you know, my company and I, we sell X amount of real estate. We get great deals for our clients, and I'd love to do that for you as well. Uh, and in fact, what I'll do is when I get back to my office, I'm going to send you over a package of all the information about how we work together. And so if any other agents reach out to you, just let them know that you're working with Dale from wherever and that you're perfectly happy. Uh, and I'll be in touch with you by X time on this day. Does that sound good, Brian? Sounds perfect. And, and you, you notice what Dale did. He told him what his job was. He mentioned that he was their agent. He said, reach out to me if you need anything. He said, don't go fill out a bunch of crap. He told the guy what to do. Right. And I'm going to guess that the other agent didn't say that. or Otherwise, Dale and I wouldn't have had the opportunity to listen to this phone call. Right. So I would argue that this probably happened. And again, I taught a class one day, and this literally had happened to an agent sitting in this class. Dale, it was really great to meet you. If you have any questions, please let me know. Bye. 
you gotta button it up and you gotta have a plan so that person goes oh yeah dale's my guy you know he's gonna do this for me this for me this for me no matter what if i call him you know show some value for the love of god <laughs> so anyway um jose if you're out there i hope you took that as well as it could possibly be taken we're making fun of you but i, I think there's an opportunity for you to give us a little bit better here and maybe button some of these people up no 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 so, i want jose to mail his check-in for all the free coaching that we just gave him that's what i want dale charges 2500 dollars an hour i don't know what he's <laughs> okay so let's answer this question we're over time melissa says what about asking him how his experience was is with the other agent uh, yeah, of course. I think you would definitely, you can ask that. Well, you know what though? Let me, let's answer that, Brian. Where we heard at two minutes, 50 seconds, where the guy said, yeah, we showed up, he showed us a couple of houses or we saw a house with him, but you know, we were just calling around or he said, we're just calling around looking to, to go look at houses with whoever's available. That means there's not a whole lot of experience there. Just read between the lines. We don't have to rehash it too much. Well, and here's the other thing. What if, by, I don't like the question, to be honest. So I like that question in the scenario of I went to an expired because we know the expired, the other agent failed on some level with the expired or otherwise they oh, wouldn't yeah. be expired. Absolutely. I do not like the question here because they might go, you know what? I don't know why we didn't call Jose back. He was a really great guy, and he said this. And, oh, by the way, he did send us all the information that he, he said he was going to do. You know what? You're right. Jose's great. We're going to work with him. So... Again, you're in, you're in front of this person, and I can't say that enough. When you're in front of the, and I was on the phone, you have an opportunity to close. And this happens every day in sales all across America, across all other industries. Somebody did an amazing job, and someone else was just there, and they closed. And so don't mess around, in my opinion. Just close and, and be done with it. Yep. Amen, brother. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for Cash Call. Jose, please mail your check uh, to the address provided below, and we'll see all of you guys next week. Thanks, everybody.